Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chosex DG asks, uh, Wheeler is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. So Sue Thomas is uh, sitting in with us for the hour. Then Wiggins will be here at uh, 3 p.m. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, let's catch up on a few things going on uh, the show today. So Andrea's mic's in his car, we think. And so, what? Yep. And so we put... Wait, a, wait for real? Because Andrew... Uh, is this true? Yeah. Well, yeah. So Andrew. There okay. Might so be there, there might be. We haven't found it yet. There's rustling and there's chewing. Yeah. There's two marks on a lot of stuff. So we put some that uh, I didn't put mouse traps in his car. Oh, you so, did. Yes, uh-huh. we did. Okay. So we're yeah. we're waiting on that to see if uh, if we catch a mouse. What's a mouse. the what's the bait? Cheese. Okay. Baby Bell. Baby Bell. Baby Bell. That's a nice thought. Yeah. Maybe uh, we'll catch did, you. Did you see? <laughs> Well, it we might. got Sue Thomas. It might. She's in the back of, I do like she's in the back of Andrew's car. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the poops? No, I found no poops, but it I mean, you would be kind of hard to find the poops. Yeah, you, w- you wouldn't. Um, unless they were like on the passenger seat or the driver's Andrew. seat. Yeah. You're you driving down the road, them. you hear rustling? I was sitting in my driveway and I heard rustling. I live in a wooded area, oh, so I my was God. like, "You are not allowed to say that one more time." Yeah. Rustling. We don't gonna, live in a no, wooded area. He doesn't live in a wooded area. He makes it sound like he's at Innsbruck. <laughs> I thought the last time you you just lived outside the gated community. Which I is, didn't realize it was yes, wooded. The woods Which are is not wooded. wooded. Gate. Oh, okay. It's pretty wooded. No, it's I'll not. I'll send you guys pictures. It's, it's not as wooded as my neighborhood, and I said don't live in a bushes. wooded area. <laughs> Well, so because she said, woods. so she looked up my house on on Google Maps because she knows my right address, right, and she's like, you. "There's not 3D even on your ass." She's like, "There's not even a bush," and I was telling her that that photo is from like a decade ago, like right after we moved right in, right when they planted all the trees, and we put we have put in bushes since <laughs> right then. when Johnny Appleseed came through. God, we don't have any trees in the yard, but we do have a couple bushes in the in the front. I'm right? not sure that constitutes wooded. But there's other there's woods around us. We're okay. wood we're wooded adjacent. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that's where the mice yeah. came so in. So that's that's where we got that. Yeah. Also, uh, you <laughs> know the uh, the acronym LMFAO. Yes. And what does that stand for? Uh, laughing my something 
something off. Very good. Uh-huh. Yes. Rach thought it was laughing my fat ass off. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of sweet. It's very cute. Yeah, that's what the burglar It's the PG thing. version. Yeah. Yeah, I'm burglar. I <laughs> yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> Can I just say one thing about one more thing about the mouse? I yeah. love everyone who comments on Facebook because some of the comments are so funny. Some of them are just sweet and nice. Uh, so Lisa Cunningham, friend of the show, posted like, oh, don't kill the mouse. Catch and release. So I thought, oh, that's nice. She's looking out for the mouse. I'm sorry. I can't find the comment right now or else I would say your name. Someone commented right after and goes, don't use the good cheese. Don't use baby (laughs) girl. Use craft singles. It's like, think of the cheese. Think of the mouse. Think of the cheese. cheese. We're doing it all wrong. The good cheese. Where were the scratch marks? If you're trying to move on, you're going to have to tell me. Here, I'll show you. Um, So it was, I'll bring up the Facebook here. It was uh, on a piece of uh, cardboard that because I have a lot of cardboard in the back, which is where I first noticed. <laughs> sure. And this was one that of thing. This was one of them. You are one spark away. Oh, from death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a tinder box. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're driving but, you know, a fireplace. I mean, you know, who, that seems who, like who, a who big isn't? mouse. I'm thinking rat. Rat. Yeah. I'm thinking rat. Think okay, but 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 that's, that's not a big piece of cardboard. It looks bigger in the photo. I think it's still in the trash if we want to dig through the trash. Okay, it's time to clean out the car. Can I know we tried this several years ago? Well, I need the I need a lot of the stuff that's in there because a lot of stuff that's in there is a sombrero. Sombrero. In case I need to, you need it in the car. In case I need to do a siesta, I need the sombrero. No, you do not. I need the coats that are in there in case I get stranded and it's cold. You pick it up on a day. If it's cold, you wear it into the car. There's a blank. There's a recycle bin in there that I need in case I need to recycle anything. What you do that? No, no, no. I don't. I don't remember why there's a recycle bin in there. Did you guys see the crock pot when you were going through it? No. Okay, that must have. Just one mouse yeah. would be a miracle. Yeah. Right. We've had a surprising amount of people, though, say that they, too, have dealt with mice in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all live in wooded areas as well. Do they? they have bushes. Outside the gate. I've been, I've been really surprised. Yeah. Uh, we had a lady call in yesterday, Maggie, very sweet, who said that she had a problem in her Dodge Caravan. She thought it was her kids eating the gummy bears that she had in there for the kids to eat. Turns out it was mice all along. Oh. That had been eating the gummy Finally, bears. from hour one, who would win in a fight between a gorilla and a grizzly? Oh, I don't know, but Andrew knew, I'm sure. <laughs> she knows you pretty well. Ouch. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. I did. Did you guys hear about the world's largest snake? Ew. No, oh, no. you got to see the video. Someone Google this. Is it an anaconda? It is an anaconda. Okay. They were in the Amazon filming underwater, and they just happened to run across the world's biggest snake. Get this. 26 feet long. No. 440 pounds. No. Bigger around than a tire. Oh, oh, that is wow. so upsetting. Wait yes. till you, wait till you see it. And these guys, now I guess anacondas don't bite you. Uh, yeah, squeeze they, you? they squeeze. Right, but they are like literally inches away from this thing. And get this, here's the best statistic. Its head is the size of a very large human head. Oh. You watching? You about to? Watching. Oh, that I'm oh. watching the video of they're underwater yes. with it. That yes. is It's insane, isn't it? Insane. And the guy has no like protective no, gear nothing. on. No. Mm-mm. What can you wear to protect yourself it's from a giant? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. just like a wetsuit or something. He's just wearing like shorts and a button-up shirt. <laughs> yeah, you know he's wearing, yeah, he's wearing a button-up shirt, which is interesting. Diving. Uh, he's wearing Crocs too. It looks like. 
Mm. I think they eat mice. You could do a baby and put oh, that yeah. loose in the car. You could eat your car. Mm-hmm. Have well, you guys seen the guy who goes through like the Everglades and the rainforest and stuff barefoot? No. Fishing Garrett is his name on TikTok. Fishing well, Garrett? I, I highly recommend that you guys. And he's like a conservationist, I guess, by trade. So he, he goes and he, but he will just like, he goes through, he's not wearing any shoes. Mm. And he will just like grab invasive species like, uh, you know, frogs or whatever. He just grabs them. And just takes them with him. And like he'll get, he'll, he's like, oh, I almost stepped on this alligator. Get out of here, you, to the alligator that's like a foot away from him. <sighs> he's an interesting guy. He's got a great attitude about everything. I think I have seen this guy. Yeah. Why not shoes or is he just being cool and I don't I, get it? I don't know why not <laughs> shoes. He's being cool. Uh-huh. I like think me maybe not he's putting just... my back window in my Jeep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we belong to the same club. I think he's just like, I'm too cool for shoes. He's like, oh, that's cool. I don't wear shoes in the Amazon. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. it seems like a really bad idea to not wear shoes in yes. the Amazon rainforest or, yeah. even the, or even the Everglades, or which is where he's from. Any wooded area near you. But you know what's, or on gravel. What I can't made, do that. <laughs> what made me think of this is that I think he was looking for this thing a couple the months snake? ago. I think he was looking for this particular oh. like super snake and did not find it. Uh, he should have tried going swimming in a button-down shirt and Crocs. And uh, did you see the uh, the jackasses from Stop Oil are at it again, throwing soup on a Monet now, and then gluing their, themselves to the wall? I hate it. I so do too. Much. So much. Was it like the Mona Lisa where it had a, a covering over it? Uh, I don't think it did. Sure. Ugh. And so, but they were able to pretty quickly get there and wipe the soup off of the. Priceless Monet. I think we need to just stop covering it. Not mm. not us, but just like the world media oh, needs you know to go. You know, right We're right. not going to give you because all you're looking leave for is glued. attention. Just leave them glued to the wall. Mm. Leave them glued. Yeah. I mean, it's just quite silly. I mean, to get your point across, you have to ruin fine art. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Oh, so you know what I saw today? What? Crap. I don't think I screenshotted it. Hold on. Uh, remember the Stingray bikes when we were kids? <gasps> yes. Oh, here I did screenshot it. With the handlebars With all. Oh. the steering wheel. Do you remember this? I do not remember the steering wheel. Look at that oh, magic. Nice. That's cool. Ooh. One of my friends had one of these, and he would never let me ride it. Well, of course Jerk. not. I mean. Well, I think that's I'm true. <laughs> Newsflash. Western Flyer, the wheel. That's what it was called. God. Wait, cool. somebody you knew had that? I yes. never saw one with a steering wheel yes. on top. Oh, this kid had everything. Wait a minute. Is that something that, and that's not homemade? I mean, it came no, that yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, it did. Wow. It was a real thing. Rach, you know what I was always really jealous of? I don't think these guys had it when they were younger, but the the cars, like the small oh, yeah. child-sized cars. Like a Barbie car or yeah. something. Phoebe had Barbie one of those. Jeep. Phoebe oh, had those an electric so pink cool. Barbie Jeep. <laughs> and she and, and AD Luna would put on their sunglasses. Oh, my God. And, oh, that's and so cute. drive it around the lake. That's I think a- they were smoking. <laughs> <laughs> they were like four. That's pretty they cute. They had so much attitude. Thelma and Louise. <laughs> and then she veered off and she was heading into the lake. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, wow. How did that story end, Dave? Well, I remember <laughs> I I don't <laughs> like candy cigarettes because I hated cigarettes as a kid, yeah. and I would never, ever in a million years buy those because I was afraid someone would think I was smoking. Well, yeah. And then when I got my Jeep 10 years ago, so if he would have been eight, uh, once again, 80 Luna took the two of them to QT with uh, the top off and all the doors off, and they bought candy cigarettes, and they were smoking in the back. And here I am at that point, 50 years old, and I was just... 
so upset. Uh, that's understandable. <laughs> the tips of those things, they dipped in red dye and the whole thing. Have you ever seen very those? realistic. Yeah. They're real chalky, as I you recall. Know, I was talking about this to someone the other day, that when I was a kid, so I'm 59, so in the child of the 70s, when I was a kid, every single grown-up smoked. Every single grown-up smoked. They smoked in the car. They smoked in the house. In the- However, it was a huge deal if you got caught smoking. Hmm. Like, oh, I kind of don't understand that. Like, mm-hmm. everyone smoked. You think that when you turned 15, they'd be like, here's your first pack, kid. Get going. <laughs> I remember uh, my parents did not smoke. But when you'd get in, like, the neighbor's parents' car and it just reeked of cigarette. Uh, and I thought, what? what is this? I well, mean, that's, I was thinking about that. Every everything and everyone from that era had to smell like cigarettes, and yet I don't remember anyone smelling like cigarettes uh-uh. because I guess I was nose blind. Yeah, and, and I guess everyone and everything did. smelled like that. Like restaurants too. You have to think because you know smoking versus non-smoking at a restaurant was like the distance from me to Dave. You know oh, what dude, I mean? Like, I remember going to Duff's in Alton. Mm-hmm. Duff's was an all-you-can-eat restaurant. That consisted of two moving carousels of food. And they eventually had to close it because some of the LMFAO people (laughs) were moving their chairs to the carousel and eating as it went by. No, they're like, oh, come here, beanie weenie. Now here comes a fish. And then they would end up closing down because people are like, you're gross. And they're like, shut up. True Um, innovators of our time. Anyway, that place had a smoking area. So you could smoke. And then go set your chair up next to the carousel. <laughs> wow. The carousel of hams. <laughs> You'd be in these big cars from the 70s and on, like, even in the back seat, there would be an armrest with a little ashtray. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I remember those. It's crazy. Wow. Why are you guys staring at each other like that? Mm-hmm. Who, me and Andrew? <laughs> yeah. You don't need to know. Okay. It was just kind of a strange moment. 223 DGS on KMOX. Guess what I'm going to do at the bottom of the hour? I'm going to show you my list. You see my list right here? Yeah. These are improvements to the government. Oh, okay. So, Interesting. Yeah, people are always giving me crap for being too liberal or too conservative or too this or not enough that. So when we come back, I'm going to tell you my idea of what would make for good government. And then you guys can poke holes in it if you want to. Hmm. So I'm inviting you to. Fun. <laughs> oh, the Neuralink guy? The guy who uh, got the brain implant? The Neuralink guy? Yeah, you say troubles? Well, he's not having troubles. He's apparently controlling a mouse with his mind, according to Elon Musk. Tell him to get out of my car. Right. That's what I thought, too. I was like, a mouse? But I guess they mean a computer mouse. Uh, but I just, in general... It'd be am, way cooler if it was a real mouse. I know. Oh, if it was cooler. the mouse eating the cardboard in the back of the trash car? <laughs> no, I'll take, if I could control any mouse. <laughs> but just in general, I put on the sheet, like, I'm praying for this guy, because in general, I, I just, I'm worried about this fella. <laughs> I mean, you have a chip in your brain, and Elon Musk is in charge of it. No shade to Elon, but I yeah. don't think, he's got throw, a lot of I'll projects a going on. We'll put it that way. Like, there's a lot of things, a lot of irons in the fire, and I just feel like uh, we should be watching over this guy. Because... It's an experimental thing. I mean, no, I, I mean, everyone, someone got the first pig heart and someone got the first artificial they had heart. They put it in the, the brains of, of chimps. <laughs> and I think it went pretty poorly, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it didn't go well for the chimps. No. Yeah. So let's just keep this guy all, in our thoughts and prayers. They thought they had those mouse under control and they didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it turned against them. Andrew, I've been dying to ask you, what is the dead Internet theory? 
So the dead internet theory is really interesting to me. And I and I thought about it this weekend because I saw people were posting this website that they had found that was nothing but like AI generated puns mm-hmm. uh, that made no sense, just like completely nonsensical. And the dead internet theory is the theory that... that for me. <laughs> <laughs> the dead internet theory is the theory that like 99, as much as 99% of the activity that you see on the internet is not a living, a real person. It is bots mm. controlled by algorithms, controlled by other bots, creating and generating content for absolutely no one and no purpose. And so it looks like everyone's a very busy bee and there's lots and lots of people interacting with things and creating things and it's posting sort of like things. Solipsism. Do you know what that is? Solipsism Very vaguely, is the that's philosophy the, that you're the only real you're, thing. Yeah, it's just oh. you, and everything else is not real. And so it's kind of like that. Sort like of ninety nine percent of stuff. Sort of, except like solipsism is like a a, a interesting theory, and this is like pretty much real. Uh, we don't know to what extent. Um, okay, for example, yes. I'm on eBay all the time. Mm-hmm. You're saying ninety nine percent of what I'm seeing on eBay is not real, or at least like the people that you're bidding against. You might picture it as me sitting behind my computer screen going, Which I do. I want these drumsticks and, and, and hitting plus when you hit plus to try and outbid you. So it's, when in reality, it's probably a, a, a bot. It's probably a computer program that is written uh, to buy things, to get drumsticks, for example, and then maybe try and resell them later. Or maybe it's a bot set up by the person oh, who's so you're selling not saying them to try and pump the price no up. There's no one behind it. You're saying that it's not a live person. Yeah, it's not a live person. Okay. And and there are there so are for example set... on Twitter there are bots that can create other accounts. So you can make a bot that creates an account on Twitter that then creates another separate account on Twitter that then creates hmm. a third account on Twitter and all of those bots are all interacting with each other and creating more accounts that interact with other things. And so what what it leads to is you and they're not um, I should have found something for this. I should have found a better example. But you'll, for example, you'll see a, a Twitter post that is clearly uh, artificial intelligence is clearly so a, a bot has posted it, whether it's pornography or that you see so much on there now or whatever. And then you go and you read the replies and every single reply is clearly the exact same thing. So you're like, wow! Look at this! Uh, look at this interesting post that has 500. And it's all just fake. Another thing to worry about. Yeah, great. Uh, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, guys. DGS 235. So Wheeler is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. I'm actually off on Friday. Uh, so Wheels and Rach will host the show. And Rach is going to run the Catholic Fish Smackdown, which is St. Stephen's, Ooh. right? Mm-hmm. excited. Yes. Um, and my son uh, is going to be a judge. Is he? Yeah. All right. St. Stephen's, the one in my neighborhood. Is that the one? It is. Yes. 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 Good one. Our friend friend Steve Butts will be bringing it in. Yes. Okay. You'll like it. Yeah. (laughs) And conflict of interest. His insurance company is sponsoring the whole thing. Oh, yes. so I can assure you, we'll there is no, uh, uh, okay. there will be no complications. The, the judges are above <laughs> reproach. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh-huh. Okay, so the other day I was just kind of thinking about the show, and you know, people have opinions on us and on politics, and what does Dave really think? So I wrote down some things that I would do uh, if I were in charge of government. Now, some of these are going to sound very. Pie in the sky. So you'll have to just give me that if I could effectuate this, this is this is the way I think the, the country should work, okay? And you guys can jump in anywhere you want and, like I said, poke holes in whatever you want. Um, I do agree with America first. I just don't agree with America only. I think that when people talk about globalists, which I think I know what that means, but I'm not enough into conspiracy theories that I really know what they mean by that. But to ignore that we live in a global uh, communications world now is silly. Uh, but I would still absolutely put America first. If we're going to win or Canada is going to win, then I want us to win. Um, I think that systems should be fair and not rigged. That's a big pie in the sky because how you really do that, I don't know. But I such as what? What are you talking about? Um, I think that I agree with Wheeler that things are uh, rigged in favor of rich people. I think it's rigged in favor of corporations over people, and I would favor people over corporations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think corporations have it way too easy. One of the things that I would do is I would have a flat tax, and the reason for that is not to save me money, although it would. It is to get rid of the loopholes. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, you know the, the 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 tax code is tens of thousands of pages long, yeah. and it could literally be one page long. Mm-hmm. And I think that rich people. Uh, I don't blame them for taking their loopholes because if I were a little richer or made a little more money, I could do the same thing. But I'm right in the exact bullseye of screwedness where I'm just a highly paid W-2 employee. And so I get taxed like 45 percent or something like that. Um, I would have a safety net. But I wouldn't have a, we're going to hold your hand from cradle to grave. I believe in people working and taking care of themselves. Yes. Um, And I think, and and I would also, again, a pie in the sky thing, but I think there's so many people faking stuff. There's so many people getting disability who shouldn't be getting disability that when my brother uh, was on disability for multiple problems. He was subsistence living. Mm. And if you could call that out and get rid of the people who are just gaming the system, everyone who's truly disabled could get a living wage. So I think that that's important. Um, I would have a strong military. Yeah. I would not allow uh, shenanigans, though. Again, 
of course, pie in the sky a bit. Um, here's one that might cur- uh, kerfuffle uh, here or ruffle some feathers. Um, I would subsidize uh, people who go into teaching. I would subsidize people who go into being a first responder. I would subsidize people who go into the military uh, so that we would all uh, a portion of our taxes would go so that people like that aren't making 40, they're making 80 or 90 or 100, because I think those are some of the most important people, not just the ones who are going to give you CPR if you have a heart attack, but the ones who are going to educate your kids. And I think that we really show uh, a bad side of our country by letting those people uh, struggle. I would use credit union rules, which when I do my lives for First Missouri, I talk about we have a huge thumb on the scale to say yes, but we're also not stupid, right? We're not going to just give everything away. So I think I would treat the American population uh, with a big thumb on the scale that I want you to do well, I want you to win, but I'm also don't try to take advantage of me because I'm not stupid. Um I would, I don't know how you do this, but I would normalize college, that it's not the end-all, be-all. I would uh, push trade schools. I would Mm -hmm. try to make it so that culturally being a union carpenter is just as impressive as being a doctor or a lawyer. Again, I'm not sure how you do that, but in my little Valhalla, that's that's what it would look like. Um, I would also subsidize the arts. Um, that if you wanted to be an artist, a painter, a sculptor, a singer, a dancer, uh, that you wouldn't have to hit it rich to be able to spend your life doing that. Now, I wouldn't subsidize you like I would the teachers and the first responders, but I think the arts are important, uh, and I would do that. Aren't they subsidized, subsidized already? Yeah, to some much. extent, yeah, yeah. But I would, I would continue that. Okay. So that's my list. Anything you like, don't like, anything that you would add? I really like the the trade school thing. Um, I've talked about this before on the show, but my my dad really instilled that very hard in me. He was a trade school guy. He went and learned HVAC, and that became his career Mm. for, you know, the whole 40 years he was working. He was in some sort of an HVAC, and he he worked all sides of that industry, and that's what a lot of – so many of those industries are so flexible like that. You can enter as a repairman – then work as a yeah. Then work as a manufacturer. Then work in sales relating to all that stuff. Oh, that's yeah. Learning from the ground up. Exactly, and I I think that that is, I think that's getting lost mm-hmm. as we continue to, uh, as Dave alluded to, like push universities like culturally mm-hmm. and push like going going and getting a bachelor's degree in accounting or whatever instead of going and learning how to you know uh, uh, be a plumber or an HVAC worker or something and. Those people are the the people who do jobs like that are the literal backbone of our society. What do you think of my idea to subsidize jobs? Is that a step towards socialism? Or yeah, I don't love it. You don't like it? No. Well, Every man for himself? I, well, you know I, I like it. Of course Andrew likes it. I don't. <laughs> I just uh, lean more libertarian, I guess. And uh, I, I don't think, for one thing, we have the money. Now, I don't know in your uh, description whether we automatically have money for all this, but we're in such horrendous debt that I cannot – we need to be cutting and trying to uh, make up for that rather than continuing Yeah, this to, is more of a, a thought experiment a if we started over. All right. Well, yeah. if we were fresh, maybe. Yeah. I've always thought uh, with the subsidizing thing, that makes sense for like 
medical school and stuff like that because how many people go to school we we don't have that many doctors it's intimidating to become a doctor you have to have the grades and the brains and then you also get like extremely in debt to reach that position right i've always thought like if you subsidized or you know just made the schooling much more affordable but still kept it you know you have to have the grades and the smarts to make this happen but no go ahead Uh, i'm also very fond of the flat tax idea um, I, I, I don't have a great understanding of, of tax law. Shocking. I know. Uh, but that's the flat tax has always appealed to me. Um, I always wonder if that's one of those things that's like, sounds great on paper until you really start to dig into what it means well, and what it is. It's not good for rich people because yeah. they'll go from paying 13% or 8% to 20 or 25 Mm-hmm. And with no loopholes, because that's what rich people live on. They live on loopholes. They live on yeah. gaming the system. And I'm, my shoulders are wide enough to admit that if I were one of them, I would too. Uh, I think Donald Trump's pulled his share of shenanigans. But when he takes the legal tax exemptions and when he files bankruptcy in a legal way, he's just, he's just playing the system. Uh, that's one thing I don't blame him for. What did you think of of Herman Cain's nine 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 thing when that was when that was? Going uh, I don't remember exactly, but I remember being okay with it at the time. It's a replacement of all taxes with uh, like a state tax, payroll tax, all that goes away. It gets replaced with nine percent personal income, nine percent federal sales, and nine percent corporate tax across the board for everybody. In general, I pay nine percent of my in income. General, you pay 9% anything of yours. that gets rid of people being able to game the system. Yeah. Okay. I just I'm a big fan of simple. And when you say America first, uh, you mean spending money uh, nationally rather than internationally? Um, I mean, I mean all of the above. I think that uh, I do prioritize my country over other countries. Yes. I do prioritize my fellow countrymen over people from. France, Mexico, Uruguay. Um, But I think that you can do that and you can do it in a humane, kind way. It doesn't mean, you know, F Mexico. It just means, hey, look, if it comes down to one of us getting a better deal, it's going to be me. Good. I I know that this is not how the budget works, but I'll be honest. I get upset when I see like, oh, we just passed a, you know, whatever $2 billion aid package to Ukraine or whatever. We have people here who need that stuff. And I I know that that's probably a cruel way to to no. think about it. At least toward, at least the people in Ukraine might think so. But I we have done a lot for that country in the past two years. And their situation, while tragic, is not going anywhere. And it's not getting any better. I know. And I, I just, we have people here we need to make sure that we're taken care of. And I know for a fact that we're not. Which just makes it all the more frustrating when we like put billions of dollars on an airplane and fly it over to another country that now, really has nothing if, to do with us. If we're really talking mm. wizard level, the big thing that I would do is uh, this: people are just going to laugh in their cars, but find a way to get back to where we were 20, 25, 30 years ago. I don't, it doesn't need to be kumbaya. It doesn't need to be a bunch of Stepford wives or a bunch of bots, but just, we have to find a way to be on the same team again. I agree. We have to find a way to get rid of the identity politics. Yes. It's here now, and it's probably not going anywhere until Phoebe's my age at best. It's a generational thing. Mm. But what we've done to ourselves, what's been done to us in the last 20 years, I think it's certain candidates, 
uh, not just Donald Trump. Uh, I think that it is the 24-hour news cycle. I think it's the siloing of information, and I think it's uh, social media. I think it's been the perfect storm that's caused us all to at least think we hate each other. I agree. When I don't think we really do. Mm -mm. I wonder how many people, Dave, have who run for office have very similar ideas as you, and then they get there and they look around and they go, oh, there's no way I can make this happen. Probably all of them. Okay, confession. I got this album early enough in my life that this song used to scare me, (laughs) and I used to come running out of my bedroom. Okay. Right around here. Go ahead and pull it up. It's just so very witchy. And then uh, Tomorrow Never Knows by the Beatles when, oh, 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 that's right. Oh, my God. (laughs) I would sit there with my headphones on, and I had one drum. I had one floor tom. That's how I started playing Mm -hmm. drums. And I'm just playing that like I'm a Native American in the 1700s or something. And then that would come on, and you would just hear a drum hit the floor, and then (laughs) run out there. My mom and dad are watching Love Boat. I'm like, hey. What's going on? Charwan again tonight? Oh. <laughs> what are you afraid of? Like, afraid? You know, you're, talk- you're afraid, Francis. Was it ELO uh, that had the spooky intro that they'd yep. play on the radio? Backwards. Man, that was a... That was a, a cruelty. Oh. A cruelty to hear that at age oh, eight on my way to school with my parents in the car. Played the backwards like the Beatles yeah. and you know, lead me on Dead Man and uh-huh. stuff. Oh, that's when the first times my junk went numb. Oh, yeah. Did you get big into the Dead Paul McCartney? Uh, yeah, I mean, I theories? looked into it for a little bit. Yeah, but not too much. You know, I was just giving you my opinions on government. You know what I really, really wish life. Made so much sense in elementary school. Mm. Recesses three times a day, lunch, mm. movie time, mm. PE, art, music. Square dancing. <laughs> Did you have square dancing? Disco. Oh, well, you're much yeah. cooler in we Illinois. Had disco. What yeah. school did you guys yeah. go to? <laughs> I went to school for the arts in South Roxana. <laughs> so, it was just me. South Roxana Montessori. Disco dancing. They didn't what? make you square dance? Can't, can't say they Rachel probably didn't even let you square dance. Yeah, dancing they? is a sin. So yeah. Oh, so Joy. Dance. Of course it is. Hey, speaking of the Beatles, did you see this uh, Sam Menendez? Is that the director? Did you see that news, Dave? I did. That there's going to be a Beatles move. An, a Beatles movie about each individual Beatle, and the movies are all going to intertwine. Yeah. It's genius. I think it's great. Why mm-hmm. Why do you hesitate? Um, You know... <sighs> Who's going to play the Beatles? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I'm a huge Beatles fan. I'm not a huge fan of the Beatles... Individually? No, no, no. The oh. Beatles, uh, what am I trying to say? Like Economy. Lore. Oh, okay. You know, like the Peter Jacks movie. I know you loved it, Rage. Loved I, it. I saw it when it came out originally. Uh, I love the music. Yes, I love the Beatles and I love trivia and I own several memorabilia things. But when I get a little Beatled out, that's a lot of Beatles. Interesting. So hearing that there are going to be four more movies, each one through the eyes of Ringo and uh-huh. then John, and how did he look at this situation? Like, I'll watch them. But I think people like Nick uh, have been a little surprised at how not into it I am. As a as a super fan of the Beatles, I would say, uh, what which one would you be more? Oh inter- yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. What what one interests you the most? Which one of their lives do you think is the one that's like, man, I'd really like to see this movie? John or George? Yeah, yeah. I mean, John's always been my favorite, and he's the one I do in the band. 
uh, very dark, mm-hmm. not a completely nice guy. Yeah. But neither am I. Um, and then George is just intriguing to me. Mm. It's turned into kind of a meme on Twitter. Like <laughs> yeah. People are like, the Ringo movie is going to be so lighthearted compared to the other <laughs> yeah, guys. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he did tweet yesterday. I, I just thought this was so cute. I love Ringo. He goes, have you heard the news? Oh boy, we all support the Sam Mendes movie project. Yes, indeed. Peace and love. And then a bunch of emojis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's such yeah. a sweetie. He really is. And evidently he's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they came to Benton, Illinois, before they played the Ed Sullivan show. Uh, George Harrison's sister lived there. Right. And I think maybe still did for a long time. Uh, and when when my uh, parents were youngish, uh, the Beatles came and they wanted to play in Benton and they wouldn't let them. What? And uh, George stayed behind and he used to go to Mount Vernon to this guitar shop and just play bluegrass with the guys. What? And that's where he bought his first Rickenbacker. That's very cool. Yeah. Why wouldn't they let him play? They just like a bunch of long-haired hippies. Why would we want you guys to play? They (laughs) were they they were suits. They they were a big deal in uh, England, but they weren't a big deal here yet. Okay. Have you guys ever seen the Ringo video where he's? It's from maybe ten years ago where he's asking people to stop sending fan mail because he has too many. And he's oh, like, wow. and he's like, peace and love. I'm warning you with peace and love. <laughs> Stop sending. He's so sweet. It's I so sweet, but he's also like being trying Get to be serious about like, yeah. you seriously need to stop sending me stuff because I can't sign it. Thank you, Sue. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for coming in on a weekday. Uh- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.